This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. I began doing a radio show at WVOX in December of 2014, and in that time, I've done over 150 shows. My format has always been to be the host, to interview a guest. Today, I'm going to break rank and simply speak. Following the horrific mass shooting last weekend in Buffalo at a Topps-friendly market, as the director of ADL's office covering the full state, I immediately flew to Buffalo, and I stayed there for three days. And I'd like to use today's show to offer some of my reflections. So when I heard the news on Saturday afternoon, I realized very quickly uh, how extreme this incident was and uh, that I, I needed to travel there. I threw stuff in a bag, and I arrived on the scene with a colleague before, uh, before midnight. Um, what I saw was uh, extremely troubling, of course, and what, what was coming to me, what I was learning about uh, in, uh, in the hours uh, while I was uh, flying and, and by the time I arrived about this person's intention, about the manifesto that he put, put out, uh, about his gun, uh, all of these details coming from ADL's Center on Extremism were even more troubling. So why did I go? Well, first and foremost, I was there to represent ADL, to say how sorry I was to offer my solidarity and comfort for this attack against the black community. It should be clear that that's what it was. People were so appreciative that I had come, uh, that I had shown up, and uh, honestly, it was an honor to represent ADL in that setting. People could not understand why this happened to them. Why were they chosen? Why did this man travel over three hours to target this supermarket? And perhaps what I heard most was how could a person become so radicalized at such a young age? How could a person build up so much hate by the age of 18? So I was there not only to, to offer this, uh, this solidarity, and, uh, but I was also there to offer intelligence. Uh, ADL's Center on Extremism supplies intelligence to law enforcement. They quickly analyzed the manifesto and compared it to the Christchurch manifesto. Uh, so this was a, a document that this killer put out, this white supremacist put out, stating his intentions. It was 180 pages long. And what our analysts noticed was that two-thirds of the document used in Christchurch was lifted and put into his document. His document was actually much longer. Uh, so really, you know, we talk about these copycat crimes. We talk about stopping this and how important it is before the next one comes. Well, uh, this is a great example. And another great example was his gun. His gun had the, the names of, uh, of different killers on it, including the one from Christchurch, as well as Nazi symbols that uh, ADL helped to code. I met with the FBI, I met with uh, Homeland Security, I met with local police and state police and supplied that intelligence to them. And I also supplied intelligence and information to the media. Uh, the media was there wanting my views on the great replacement theory, this horrific idea that the killer put in his manifesto that white people are being displaced in this country by non-whites. Uh, and this was part of his effort to stop it. And by the way, uh, while he rails against non-whites replacing whites, he really railed against Jews as the devil, as the ones who are controlling this. The age-old trope 
uh, the age-old conspiracy theory of Jews being the ones in power, the Jews being the ones in control. Uh, so he had no love for Jews, no love for blacks, no love for Muslims, Latinos, Asians. Uh, this was a, a very uh, demented individual. So I gave interviews probably about a dozen uh, to CNN, to MSNBC, Canadian Television, Inside Edition, ABC, PIX11, and um, uh, many local stations. But the most moving part for me were the vigils. I attended two of them at True Bethel Church and at the Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church. It was there that I heard the powerful words of our governor condemning the Great Replacement Theory and how much it has moved towards the mainstream. She's from Buffalo, and I know that this hit her particularly hard, and she acted quickly, signing several important executive orders in response to this. I was actually with her when she signed those orders, and it was a real honor to stand by her side at her office in New York City. I also heard our attorney general at a vigil commit to going after social media, so important and so in line with the work that ADL does. And I heard the powerful story of the superintendent of schools uh, who spoke up and said, we are going back to school on Monday, but it will not be business as usual. I offered her ADL's educational resources. Uh, We have put out table talks, how to have a conversation with your kids about this horrific incident, how to have a a conversation about racism or anti-Semitism, which can all be found at ADL.org forward slash education. Not to take away from these important speeches, what touched me the most was the moment that the the bishop of of True Bethel Church called up the people connected to this horrific incident. Uh, We heard their stories one by one, and each was more gut-wrenching than the rest. We heard from the woman who was working at the Topps Friendly Market, and she was cowering behind a window, hoping that this killer would not notice her, and she called 911. Uh, amazingly, the the 911 operator yelled at her for not speaking loudly enough and then hung up on her. Really horrific story. Um, and after it was over and after we heard from them, each of us filed past them in procession to express our condolences, to express our concern. And I, I, I think perhaps one of the most moving uh, moments for me was when I connected with the grandfather whose grandson survived. He survived because a bullet went through his neck and out the other side, and he was there thanking God. But I think that it was the woman that uh, that I could not bring myself to interact with and her three-year-old nephew. The three-year-old nephew's birthday was the day before on Saturday, and his father had gone to the Topps Friendly Market to get him a cake for his birthday. He never came home. He never brought that cake to his son, uh, his son. And that three-year-old was there in church that day, bewildered, and I really couldn't even look at him. So, so sad. Many people have asked how they can help. Um, And, of course, you can help by pushing for reforms to our laws, to fight extremism, to curb hate on social media. And that's me wearing my ADL hat. But from being there, I would say something else. This is a poor neighborhood. It's a food desert. This is the only store Uh, where people could shop, and now it's a crime scene and it remains closed. So as I heard multiple times from Mayor Brown, Buffalo is the city of good neighbors, and that's really what they call themselves. They pride themselves on it. And in the days after the shooting, I saw pop-up food distribution sites all over the area, including local efforts and even World Central Kitchen. So that's a way to help. Get food to these people. 
And something else that I want to say, uh, I am the director of ADL of New York and New Jersey, a position that I've been in for a year and a half. Um, because of the pandemic, much of that job has been handled remotely. And of course, it's been effective to be remote. But there's no doubt about the fact that sometimes you just have to show up. You just have to be there. Uh, and that's what I did. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm anybody special. Uh, you know, I rose to the occasion when it demanded it. And uh, on that note, I'll make a commercial advertisement for the Walk Against Hate. We're having our Walk Against Hate on Sunday, June 12th from 10 to 12 in Van Cortland Park in the Bronx. If you're in the New York area and want to show up, this is the way to do it. And you can find more on our website about that at nynj.adl.org, and I will put that in the show notes. I want to close out this very different show with the hope that this will be a catalyst for change, that this will not be another in a very long line of incidents with more to come. There have been some hopeful signs at the state and federal level, and we need to push for more. You can check out ADL's Protect Plan for what we propose to fight extremism and domestic terrorism and ADL's Repair Plan for the necessary reforms to social media. With that, I will say thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.